Hello, welcome to another edition of the Kaiju Transmissions podcast. My name is Kyle Bird. I am your host, and with me is uh, Matt Armley. Yes, yes, our co-host. Ho ho ho! Merry Christmas, Mister Bird. It is about that time of year. Um, uh, and uh, Bird, do you hate the holidays? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are we both curmudgeons? Because I'm. Uh, I mean, they're expensive. Um, you gotta talk to people. Yeah, the weather sucks. I'm sick. I have a uh, upper respiratory infection. I seem to get that every right around this time. I get something, and it's made its way. It's my, my son has it. I have it now. Luckily, I'm on medication now, so I'm getting over it. But if you start hearing me like sniffle, it's because it's nighttime, and this is about when I start getting all clogged up it's the worst yeah uh, yeah it, it i the worst is when you can't taste anything well well i mean so yeah point you know <laughs> i mean oh. and then you gotta you gotta buy stuff for people and you're broke and it's just you know oh yeah man like i actually have people to buy things for now so it's like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> people listen like why are you guys <laughs> uh, I have like um, what we have five Christmases this year, I think. Five. Oh my God. <laughs> the holidays stress me out every every. I have anxiety about the holidays, man, and it's it's they just become more and more difficult. And and today's today was a big day. My um, now we're recording this obviously a little bit before Christmas, but today my my sister graduated from college and she got engaged like. Two weeks ago, so inevitably, you know, when she gets married, like she's gonna be doing her thing. My brother's got a girlfriend; they'll be doing their thing. Like all, like everybody has their own families, and their schedules get more difficult trying to fit everybody in. It's just like, uh, yeah, man. Curmudgeon, uh, curmudgeons. Um. Now, Matt. Uh, you know what is also a very special time of year. Hanukkah? Star Wars. Oh, I was going to say Kwanzaa next, but you... You saw you saw Star Wars. What did you think of Star Wars? Uh, well, I mean, first of all, we are going to be... This is our Star Wars uh, um, uh, cash-in. Well, we're not cashing in because we're not making... We're totally money. cashing in. Yeah, we're not it, money. Right, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> this was a little bit of an impromptu, like, impulse. This was an impulse episode because this was not planned until, like... It was also not ago. enjoyable, I will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll tell you all about that in a moment. But, uh, yes, I did see... Uh, well, it came out... Uh, Today proper, but I saw I went to the 10 p.m. showing last night of Star Wars Episode Eight, The Last Jedi. Uh, so I now live in a, a world where th- that has happened. Um, so so non spoilery spoilery. I can't even say that word. So your your thoughts about the film were. Uh, well, I am, uh, like many people listening, I'm sure, a lifelong Star Wars fan. Um, I think, like most people my age, I grew up with the original trilogy. Um, and then, you know, we went through the prequels, and now we're in this Disney era. Um, 
I don't, I don't, I don't really care for the prequels, although I, I don't think it's really good, but I do enjoy episode three. Um, and, uh, I kind of feel a little bit the same way about this as I do that movie. I'm very mixed on it. There's a lot of stuff that I like a lot and that stuff is really good, but the stuff I don't like, I didn't like, I hated, um, it's it's a it's an it's a strange one because uh on the one hand I like that it's not so much a rehash of a previous movie which I actually really like Force Awakens but uh, that's where my problems with it were when it's just going beat for beat you know New Hope um and they didn't do that and they did what they did they could to push the characters into new situations. And um, so I, I appreciate it a little more on a story uh, or I guess a creative level, but the script was just, in my opinion, sloppy. Um, I mean, it's, I'm not getting into spoilers, but I, I know, for example, Mark Hamill hated uh, the way Luke was written in this movie. And I can see why um, the things that he does and things you find out he did in the time between movies, uh, uh, it's not very Luke-like. Um, uh, the the stuff with Ray and Kylo Ren uh, is the stuff I really liked. However, um, there there's that stuff, and then there's two more plots. There's Poe and Leia with the Resistance, and there's Finn and BB-8 and a new character named Rose. Uh, the Finn s- subplot uh, is just to give him something to do, and it's a whole pr- nearly movie-long side mission that he goes on that uh, didn't matter. Nothing in, 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 that he did mattered. Um, they might as well have just left him in a coma if he wasn't going <laughs> to... Yeah, I, I mean, if he wasn't going to have much to do with the plot, they should have just been like, okay, whatever, he'll sit this one out, but... Um, and, 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 well, that, that sounds like every... Uh, and I hate to say this, but every black character... Yeah, he's not part of the A plot, and the only reason he does so bad. The only reason he's on this mission is because Poe was basically an idiot, and Uh, he never gets any kind of comeuppance or anything. So so basically, what you're telling me, he becomes token black guy. That's that's what I'm hearing. Uh, It's not even that. It's just they're like, okay, well, we need to have him do something. So there's this whole part where they go to like a space casino. That I hated, because I hate the parts in the prequels where they're in, like, a diner. It's like a 50s diner, but in Star Wars. And, like, this was the same thing. There's, like, alien, mm. goofy aliens playing craps. And, it, like, it, it felt like something. That whole, like, chunk of the movie felt like something right out of the prequels. Um, yeah, I do remember the prequels having a lot of those things. <laughs> yeah, it's just goofy stuff that Lucas would have done circa, like, 2000. Um that being said, uh, the stuff I like about it, I really like about it, but man, the, the there's a, some really fundamental storytelling problems. And uh, so, does the good outweigh the bad? Like, is is the hate meter so so much hatred that you're not sure where you are with it? Uh, I didn't hate it. I just didn't like for the issue. All the issues I have with the Force Awakens, like I walked out of that like happy. I was like, oh, th- this is so exciting. Like. I can't wait to see what they do next with it. And then it's like, you're, they made a lot of weird character decisions, a lot of weird, there's a lot of weird subplots that don't go anywhere. And so, like, it felt more like one of the prequels in that way, in that it's too long and there's just a lot of stuff in there that just doesn't 
doesn't matter at the end of the day. Um, and I mean, you could, it's, it's two and a half hours and there's probably like an hour and a half hour, 45 of a really good star Wars movie. And the rest is just filler. Um, it felt, it's way better than episode two, which I think is by far actually the worst star Wars movie. Yes. I even think it's worse than Phantom Menace. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but it, it it structurally it reminded me of episode two because all the groups of characters are split up through pretty much the whole movie, and uh, there's just all these subplots and side stories that really just don't matter in the end. And on that, and so that just left it with it kind of left me with a sour taste in my mouth. I am probably going to see it again uh, at some point this weekend and kind of hope those things don't bother me as much. But. Um, yeah, it's it's not what I was hoping for, and um, it's had a pretty uh, divisive audience reaction, I think. I mean, I saw it in a sold-out crowd with lightsaber-wielding nerds, and no one clapped at the end. Everyone was just kind of like, oh, it's it's over. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's interesting, like, on Rotten Tomatoes, the a critic score is insane. It's like 94, which I don't quite get, but the audience score is like 50-something which is like really, it's usually like the other way around. Um, and uh, I think some of that is probably some butthurt fanboy rage because, you know, I mean, you've, if, if, you're, if you're on Facebook and you follow any kind of pop culture site, chances are every day you're scrolling past these clickbait pieces like, who are Ray's parents? Who's Snoke, really? And this movie <laughs> basically says, yeah, all those questions you had, who cares? And uh, personally... <laughs> I kind of appreciate that because I don't care and I'm tired of seeing those clickbait things. So I think a lot of people are going to be like, well, this movie didn't give me all these answers that I've have been burning in my mind for two years. But I mean, I don't care about that. I just care that there were story, some really fundamental storytelling and script issues. And it's, it's too long and there's things that don't need to be there. Um, and it's a dark movie, but you know it, it feel you can almost feel like Disney coming in saying, "No, we got to add this goofy ass casino stuff here for the kids. We got to add some more CGI <laughs> animals for them to run around on." And you know it it it's it, it's it feels weird. Um, right now, I'm sitting at like I when I got out, I was sitting at a three and a half out of five. But um, the more I think about it, the more it disappointed me so i'm i'm at like a three right now it's this movie rogue one and episode three are all like very like they're like middle tier star wars for me where like i don't quite know what to do with them because they're not bad but they're not really good either so like your level of like would have put me at the way you described it i would have thought you would have said like a two and a half well, that, well, see that and that's what I was talking about this um, in another thread with a couple of my friends that have seen the movie already. Like, the, there is a lot that I really liked, but I think because, like, I think this was probably my most anticipated movie of the year. Uh, like, I love Star Wars, and I, I think, I think the I, I'm thinking more about the bad stuff. Just I think because of how disappointing it was. And I'm hoping after I see it a second time, I can start thinking more about the stuff that I did like, because there is a lot that I liked, but it's just the things that I didn't like are what I'm thinking about. Like I love, I I loved all the stuff they did with like Ray and 
But like, I'm not thinking about that right now. All I can think about is like, why, why did this stupid thing happen other than for like (laughs) another stupid thing to happen? And then later we find out that like it all could have been prevented and it was all pointless. Like that's what I'm thinking about now instead of like, Oh, I love the direction they took Kylo Ren in this movie. Like I'm not thinking about that right now because the other things are still bothering me. But, and, and, and so I, I, I think that with another viewing, I'll start thinking about the good parts more. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just a, it's just a really mixed bag. And, um, yeah, I, I, I'm not quite sure what to do with it quite yet. It's, it's still kind of digesting. Um, oh, I will say, uh, a lot of cameos. Um, apparently Tom Hardy is a stormtrooper, kind of like how Daniel Craig was like a stormtrooper in uh, the last one. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt did a voice of some alien, um, and, uh, oh, and, um, former both Star Wars and Godzilla director Gareth Edwards has a, a little cameo as, like, a rebel soldier, so. That's pretty neat. Well, I will be seeing it, uh, hopefully Monday or Tuesday. Now, I'm not <laughs> a huge, uh, Star Wars buff. Yeah, you, you, man, yeah, man, you don't know nothing about the wars, man. Who who you are coming in? Who do you think you are coming in talking about Star Wars? I, but that's the thing, I don't. I'm I'm just kind of like I'm the weirdo that enjoyed Rogue One, so I don't know. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you is? Um, so with, like that, you know Star with that Wars. out of the way, I, I want we have an announcement. First of all, follow us on Twitter. All right. Yes. KC underscore podcast. Go to our Facebook page, Kaiju Transmissions. We're easy to find. And with that out of the way, we want to announce a little fan contest. Um, well, we're on more than just Twitter, Matt. Oh, yeah. We do have a Tumblr page, don't we? we, we... <laughs> yeah, we're not really too active on there, but, I mean, we're pretty active on Facebook. I just said, fa- were you not listening? You never listen to me on here, man. No, I was too busy thinking about Star Wars. <laughs> We got we got fanboy Star Wars rage. I'm talking and he's thinking about like you know Kylo Ren and his whiny ass self. Um, yeah. So here is the contest. We want to have. Well, we should we should tell them they can email us at kaijutransmissions at gmail dot com. Kaijutransmissions at gmail dot com. So here's the contest. We want to have one of our awesome listeners, all you know, one of you like five people listen to our show. Come on and shoot the shit. Talk with us. Pick a topic of your choosing. Um, we want to try to avoid stuff that we've already talked about if possible, but you get to pick a topic and come on here, enjoy one of the episodes with us. We're at your and, mercy. We will talk about whatever you want within reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, obviously, you know, kaiju related. Um, but the way this contest will work, you can either retweet one of our episodes to your personal Twitter or share one of our episodes to your personal Facebook account. And after you've done that, you need to email us again. That's kaiju transmissions at gmail.com with a list of, you know, three, four, five topics that you think would be interesting to chat about. We'll keep track of the names, and then we're going to randomly select the winner to be announced at a future date. The timeline for this announcement will probably be like February or so. Um, the contest will run from now until the end of January. That is the plan. So follow us on Twitter, KT underscore podcast. Go to our Facebook page and like us. Make sure you share an episode on, on Twitter and Facebook, and then email us a list of topics that you would like to, to talk about. Kaiju transmissions at gmail.com. Got it? Good. I got it. All right, cool. 
And, uh, oh, you know, we should mention, uh, we pretty much took, we had one November episode because we were having a lot of problems with our old uh, podcast host. Um, but yeah, we are switched over now to Podbean. The, the machine is cranking again. Um, so yeah, thank everyone for sticking it out with us. Um, well, we had all these technical snafus, um, and you know, we should shout out to, uh, our friend, the goat, uh, from uh, hillbilly DVD reviews, YouTube channel and the eighties movie graveyard graveyard podcast. Um, he was having similar problems with, uh, that, that host and, um, helped us kind of make the decision to go with the one that we're on now, which is Podbean. Um, and, uh, yeah, he helped us out tremendously. So, um, uh, yeah, uh, thank you to the goat. Wherever you are, you are a hero, sir. Yeah, man, we, uh, literally could not have done it without your help. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, So, Bird, did you like the movie slash condensed TV show series? Message from Space, Galactic Wars? Yes, so, uh, yeah, so, okay, so... That, is that was a terrible weird. transition, but I was, I was trying. Yeah, that, that is what we're <laughs> to talk about. Um, if for longtime listeners, uh, last year when Rogue One came out, we did another. We did our own a, a Star Wars themed episode, sort of about Japanese Star Wars ripoffs, in which we uh, discussed uh, the Toho movie uh, War in Space and the Toei film Message from Space. Um. Uh, both movies that I like, probably for the wrong reasons, but I, I, I think Toei won out. I, I like Message a lot more. Um, I mean, you get a all-star cast uh, with uh, Sonny Chiba, um, a drunk Vic Morrow. Um, uh, yeah, it's 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 a it's a fun movie, um, and so um, there was a TV show spinoff of that movie called Message from Space: Galactic Wars. Um, which lasted, uh, 27 episodes. Um, looks like a lot of it was written by Shitaro, uh, Ishimori, who, um, is probably most famous for, uh, creating Sentai and Kamen Rider and Cyborg 009 and Kikaida and almost most Japanese superheroes that aren't Ultraman. Um, anywho, um, so it was uh, 27 30-minute um, episodes. Now, it um, uh, internationally, uh, it was, it uh, looks like, f- broadcast in the Philippines in the early 80s under the title Space Wars. Uh, it aired in Europe and Latin America in the early 80s as well. And um, in the United States, it was retitled Space Ninja and uh, dubbed by a company called 3B Productions, um, but released straight to video, uh, apparently, as there's no documentation currently of any television broadcast from what I'm reading here. So I don't know. I mean, I don't think they released all thir- 27 episodes. That would be bizarre. Um, so who the hell knows what about about that but um it did the 3b did produce a compilation feature length 
film of it called Swords of the Space Arc. Um, now, I think a lot of people listening are probably familiar with... Um, this happened a lot in the, the 80s where these um, companies would buy the rights to these Japanese tokusatsu shows, but instead of like putting out the series on, on TV or video or something, they would just condense... Uh, the whole basically condense the entire show into one hour and a half length movie. Like, uh, there's a lot of those too. Um, uh, like My- Super Eye is Mighty Jack, which is also an awesome Mystery Science Theater episode. Uh, Su- <laughs> Super Eye is Time of the Apes, which is also an amazing Mystery <laughs> Science Theater episode. Oh man, we should have done Time of the Apes when Planet of the, A- the last Planet of the Apes came out. What were we doing? Uh, not not that. <laughs> well, now that now that Disney owns Fox, we're never going to see a Planet of the Apes movie again. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. My condolences. <laughs> so that ship has sailed. Um, what are some other ones? Uh, 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 Johnny Sacco was um, Voyage into Space. Um, there's a ton of these things. Uh, in Japan, there was one for the original Ultraman series. Um, they did this a lot. They did a lot with uh, different anime as well. Um, where, yeah, they take an entire show and condense it into an hour and a half. And I don't know, I mean, who, I don't know who thinks that's a good idea to tell any kind of story, but, um, here we are. Swords of the Space Arc, uh, which, um, it aired in 1983 on the Christian Broadcasting Network, Matt. What? What? Uh, I can't even believe it. that it makes more sense now why it was called Sword of the Space Arc. I'm guessing that's a reference to like Ark of the Covenant or something. Uh, well, that's yeah, Indiana. Anyway. Well, yeah, I, dude, isn't that Indiana Jones stuff? No, the the Ark and the Covenant's a uh, Old Testament. That yeah, you need you need some education. No man, I, on, I never I never went into. The I know, I know, I know. But I'm just no saying, Indiana Jones. Anyway, um, well, Matt, you are also an Old Testament thing. Well, Matt, you are a uh, a Christian citizen. Um, I, so <laughs> uh, why was this uh, on the Christian Broadcasting Network? I have no idea. There seems there's there's nothing <laughs> nothing to do with Christianity in this particular. <laughs> I mean, we watched it. Did you see a reference to like Jesus or no God I, I, or like? No, I didn't know what I was watching. <laughs> I mean, there's no. I don't understand. <laughs> Everything about this is confusing, and uh, it's only going to get more confusing. Although, you know what? I will say this: from what I, I mean, and I'm a Christian saying this. I, there's not much good Christian television out there, so like, it sort of makes sense that they picked it up. <laughs> so, <laughs> um. <sighs> so, uh, I, like, like I said, I this was an impulse episode. Uh, Matt and I were supposed to record two Christmas episodes, um, and then I was like, and then I didn't even know this thing existed. Uh, I saw TKU TV was showing this with the original message from space, um, like in preparation for the Last Jedi, and I was like, wait, what? Because I knew about the TV series. I think we even talked about it on uh, the episode from last year. Um, but I didn't know that it got this Americanized, like condensed treatment that all these other shows did. And so like, just the second I saw that, I just, a spark went off in my head and I I was like, Matt, Star Wars is coming out. This thing is a thing and it's easy to find. It's on YouTube. And he he was like, okay, I guess we'll, we'll do it. Um, and, uh, I don't, I don't know. 
I don't know if that was like the right idea because uh, our sanity is probably like still all messed up from sitting through this. So, um, uh, and it's good that we're, we're recording this now because the more time that passes between when I watch this, the more my brain is like trying to, uh, to like, to like shove it out and like put other things in there. So, um, uh, so Matt, uh, I'm glad that you've put together a handy dandy, uh, document, uh, with a plot synopsis and some observations. Um, so, uh, so I, I've babbled enough about wh- how this monstrosity was birthed. So, um, why don't, why don't you run down the quote unquote story of swords of the space arc? Are you alive? Matt? I'm going to do my best to get, to get through this. Uh, you for me. sound like I just tr- like punched you. <laughs> <laughs> like you had to like catch your, catch your breath. Yeah. Um, so one thing I, I want to mention about this particular monstrosity is that the dub is, is really awful. And depending on when you're watching it, like what, whatever portion they recorded the names and like the, the names of the invaders, like literally change. Um, the way they pronounce the names and stuff. So it's it, it's basically listening to me pronounce Japanese words. That's that's how bad it is. Well, Matt, before you get into this, let me just start by asking you: Have you ever wanted to see a laser blast of martial arts and sci-fi? Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I watch enough of this stuff. Maybe. <laughs> have you ever wondered wondered what happens when Bruce Lee meets Luke Skywalker? Now that would be pretty awesome. Like, in my head, anyway. All right. Uh, did you get either of those things, really? No, I don't All right. think well, so. Well, that's the tagline on the VHS cover, <laughs> so I, I'm not sure what any of that means, but we definitely didn't get it. Um, so, the beginning of the... Uh, there, there's a lot of narration in this, but basically, the Gavanus, or sometimes called... Galvaros, like I said, they keep changing names throughout. Uh, the Gal- the Gavanus invaders are out for interplanetary domination. Uh, there's a brief space battle, and they take over planet uh, Kindle literally in seconds. Like the whole sequence maybe takes, I say seconds, it's probably about two minutes. Pretty cool with special effects and explosions, but little in the way of actually the planet uh, planet resisting. Meanwhile, our main hero Hayato is on a freighter ship to the same planet to visit his, to visit his family. Um, with him are Baron, who is basically just a Chewbacca ripoff who loves... Ban- uh, he is a self-lover of banana daiquiris and Ryu. Later, Hayato's father, who is visited by some of the villains, he defeats them and he asks the captain of the invaders named Ige to leave on his honor. Of course, he gets backstabbed mere seconds later, and he by, by backstab, like he literally gets stabbed in the back. Um, his mother, uh, Hayato's mother and sister, are also killed. Here, um, Hayato basically goes home, and he sees his family. And like when he walks in the house, um, his father is somehow standing like straight up. So he's been stabbed in the back, and he's standing there like. I don't know, 10 minutes later somehow, I don't know how that's even possible, realizing his family's dead, um, he meets Sophia, who's like this angel, 
who gives him his purpose and that he has to find the three hearts. And they're only described as hearts. They end up being like these gems or rocks that will allow him to destroy the invaders, which are headed up by this person named Roxia. <clears throat> now, here's where it gets way kind of confusing. Um, a convoluted set of events allow him to travel to different planets, finding the three hearts and reuniting him with his friends, Ryu and Baron. In the process, Hayoto is blown up in a ship, but at one point is transported to a brand new and better ship by Sophia. An entire planet is destroyed by the great comet Satan. That's actually a thing that happens. <laughs> uh, there's a scene during that entire sequence where this kid asks his dad, he's like, Dad, are we going to die? And his father literally says, face it like a man, which is probably my favorite moment in the movie, actually. Um, they're actually saved by... The uh, sea ship turned spaceship that we see in the original message from space film that is now piloted by Sophia. And that whole the people that are saved, that that side plot is actually like completely forgotten. I think I'm, I'm assuming it was edited out probably in some of the other episodes. But do you remember them coming back? Because I, I don't No, Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that because I forgot all about them. And then they're just they're just back. Um. Anyway, once the three hearts are found, we have this uh, terribly choreographed battle between Captain Ige, Ryu, and Hayoto. And uh, I-, I can't tell you how bad some like it's it's probably some of the worst Tokusatsu filmed like fight scenes I've ever seen. And when I say they're bad, I mean it's just really really bad. Like when they stab people during the fights, they they're fighting with um, uh, what are those stupid things called? Like route. Raphael from the Ninja Turtle uses them. Like the, the size, yeah. Yeah, like, they, when they stab people in the back, they don't actually go into the person. Or, like, they don't, they don't even try. Like, they basically touch them and the person falls. It's the worst. And then finally, we learn that uh, Roxia, who's the leader of all this, is actually Sophia, the, the good angel's twin sister. And the only way to destroy her is to fly in a triangular formation with the three hearts around both her and Sophia, killing them both at the same time. So, of course, Hayoto, Baron, and Ryu managed to save the day by flying the, their ships with one heart in each ship in a triangular formation, and it kills the, the main villain, and obviously also kills Sophia, who was trying to defeat her sister in the process. And that's basically how it ends. Um, I didn't do a really great job exp- explaining the plot, but... You did better than anyone in the else alive could have... But I was going to say, it's really that bad. Um, so I've been rambling. What were your thoughts about this whole piece of trash? <laughs> oh, it's terrible. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of those, like, uh, condense these things into 90-minute uh, versions. But with something like, um, I don't know, like, uh, uh, like uh, I don't know, Johnny Sacco or something. Like, those are more episodic, whereas... I feel like this series, at least, like had a long form, a story that needed to be told in a long form format, and <laughs> and like so, condensing it into ninety minutes is just—it's it, going to be the most confusing thing in the world. Um, uh, God, and I'm, God, the dub just sound, like you listen to some of the uh, Millennium dubs for the Godzilla movies and it's clear like they didn't even use voice actors and no one really cared, but this is like that to the hundredth degree. Um, uh, especially the guy that voices Baron, the, the Chewbacca ape ripoff guy. Like he never 
seems it, it always sounds it sounds like a guy that's like asleep and like they poked him and he's like oh oh, oh um this is really <laughs> bad <laughs> the, du- the dub reminded me you know what it reminded me it reminded me of like when you watch a mystery science theater episode and like they they make up their own dialogue for characters like that's what it sounded like yeah uh i love the fact that every time something bad happens the baron would like put his hands on his face and he would like like shake around and the line was oh no and like that's basically <laughs> how he would say it um there were also several times and I, my wife was actually watched this with me by the way and um did she think you were crazy she, she did but like it was one of those train wreck things where we both like couldn't look away so she noticed that they reused several of the same shots Oh, yeah. um, even though this was a compilation, like they were using some of the same shots over and over. I think the best moment, uh, the best moments anyway, they're early on. You have uh, the invasion and you have the ship that's like shooting down on the cities. There's some pretty cool special effects like the, the miniatures exploding. And then the great comet Satan, which is hilarious. Um, that is a ta- is like basically coming down on the planet. Uh, the planet cracks like an egg when it blows up right before it explodes, which was, <laughs> um, that was a, a funny moment. But I mean, then the, the, you know, Baron who's, you know, a stand in for Chewbacca essentially. So it's a mask, but the guy's smoking sometimes. And you can see the lips under the mask. Like you can see his lips under through the mask suit and it's a mask suit, but the mask, um, which is hilarious. There's also this scene, I, I didn't mention this because it's a subplot, but there's a, a woman spy, um, she's, she's dressed as an old lady at one point, and she takes off her mask, and at first I didn't know what was happening because the mask looked nothing like the woman when she was taking it off in the, in the next shot. Did you, you know what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah. Um, like, in the, the weapons they use, man, like when they stab people, like... They might as well have been using blunt objects because, like, they didn't even try to make it look like they were stabbing through people. It was just like they were hitting them with something. <laughs> uh, there's a part where they tell the huge monkey guy to stop monkeying around. Oh, that yeah, there were a lot of those kind of. <laughs> mm, I love banana daiquiris, that kind of crap. And they have like, oh, the weird, you know, Roxy's ship is uh, looks like Dimagine, like it. <laughs> And it flies with, like, boosters out of its feet. Yeah. Um, It's just so inexplicable. The only weird thing was seeing um, Hiroyuki Sonata, who's been in a ton of crap. He was in The Wolverine. He was in um, The Last Samurai. He always plays the cantankerous Japanese guy in the American films. Uh, He's awesome in everything. But, like, seeing a young version of him, he was also in the, the Message from Space film and he's, play, like, he's playing a different character in this than he was in the movie yeah he's the main the main hero hayato or hayoto or ayato depending on which person's saying it in the dub like that the names keep changing so much <laughs> uh and roxia was the name of the the bad guy in the movie like the darth vader ripoff guy so I, but in in the movie it's it's like Roxia the thirteenth or something. So, but now it's some blonde lady. Ah, uh, it's just it's. And oh, and, and the hero's uh, home planet is pronounced Kendall, which is weird. Yeah, they say Kendall and then Kendall. Like like I said, everything is. 
it it's me trying to pronounce Japanese names, man. It's the worst. You you just you never know what you're gonna get. Uh, <laughs> um, no, it's this is one of the most I want. Like I la- I watch a lot of oddities and weird stuff and bad stuff, and this is one of the most baffling things I've watched in in a while. Um, like why did the guy's dad have a self destruct device in their fireplace? That- <laughs> Did you like the fact that, like, every time someone needed to escape, they would, like, throw these smoke bombs, and literally they would be five feet away from whoever they were running, you know, the 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 people fleeing combat would just be five feet away from the attackers, and somehow they couldn't chase them anymore? Like, that happened several times throughout this thing. There's one throwaway line about, oh, we'll run into them again one day. I'm like, what is going on? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I... <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Um, I did, apparently the the guy that um, edited this was his name's Bunker Jenkins. Like that, that's quite a name. Bunker Jenkins. Uh, the g- director of, I guess, the show Minoru Yamada did a lot of Toei stuff, so a lot of Sentai and Common Rider and and all that stuff. Johnny Sako. <laughs> I have to imagine that overall the real show is better than what we got here. <laughs> it has to be, right? But but I will say that the stuff that we see if it's in like if the effects and the actual battle sequences are as bad as what we do see featured, I still wouldn't want to watch the real show. <laughs> they're not there there's it's some of the worst that I've seen. Um uh, and so- Sophia is such a bad, like, I guess, aid to the characters because she's all powerful, but she never wants to actually seem to do anything herself. She just kind of tells people what to do. So she's just kind of like, I don't know, she's she's not very active. She doesn't seem like she wants to do anything. She's very good at being the deus ex machina of situations where she can, like, swoop in and save Hayato from an exploding ship at the last minute. She can save an entire civilization from an exploding planet at the last minute, but, like, can't really do anything else of value. And when they do destroy the one planet, like, no one, like, it doesn't matter because nobody, none of our characters or anyone that they care about dies on it. Like, so what? Yeah, they're going there. That's where the, the one of the hearts is supposed to be, which is why they were going there in the first place. And they're they're trying to get there before the uh, great comet Satan is going to hit the planet. Which, by the way, like the the build up to the to the comet hitting the planet is actually pretty cool because like the there's some sequences of like the atmosphere like inverting the clouds going upwards and stuff, which is I thought fairly neat. Um, but aside from that, I mean, it was just a weird. You know, then the the planet blows up and the ship comes out completely uh, intact. Which, and I think they just reused a shot of the actual movie, the ship from the the original film. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, this this thing sucks. I mean, I, if you if you want to kill an hour and fifteen minutes and you're in for a good laugh and maybe you have some, like it would be cool to watch with your friends and basically make fun of it. Like that's in that's really the way that I would envision ever watching this again. <laughs> yeah, like, I watched hey, this by I'm, myself. Yeah, I mean I had my <laughs> wife with me and we had a blast watching it because it was like, hey, this is really stupid and we got to see, you know, 
a bear make monkey or not a bear. Oh my God. A monkey <laughs> make monkey joke. Like this is how delirious I am right now, bird. Like I can't even think straight. It's, it's that stupid. Um, oh God. I, and, and plus I'm like hopped up on medicine. So like my brain is just shutting down at this point. So and also, okay. There's a part where the, the main like bad guy, I don't, I don't know. Okay. He's not quite a henchman, but he's not quite like the main villain. The 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 co his name's Koger. Um, is he the dude with the headdress? Yeah, yeah. So like, what was like? Did they establish like? There's a part where like he fights these two those two guys with the size, but like, who were those guys? Did we ever? Did they tell us? I don't remember. Okay, so I just remember so the, uh, th- I just remember being like, oh, it's two guys that I've never seen before dressed in ridiculous costumes. Yeah, so so that actually is Hayato and uh, and Ryu. Okay. And like for some reason they learn how to to do the whole Hinchin well, yeah, thing. Yeah, wh- why did they know how to do all that stuff? Because of edits, we probably didn't get to see. <laughs> 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 yeah, and they they come like they you know they do the whole like they they do their poses and then they fight him. And that's where I'm talking about. Like they stab the guy and like the sides still don't really. Oh, to go in him. Although he does do have a pretty like terrific explosion for no reason. Yeah, doesn't he explode? Yeah, like a, it, it's a terrific fireball. Yeah, but I, uh, like the I don't, I, but I don't understand what made him explode. No, I mean that that's just the whole you know. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, why does every monster explode in Ultraman? Not every monster, but a lot of them. Why does that? That's just that's just the whole trope, right? Yeah. But he literally like blows up in uh uh like the valley of this little cavern thing and it's a tremendous like hundred foot fireball. <laughs> or no, but like it doesn't really make sense for him because he's just this alien guy. Like there's no real reason for it. And then out of the fireball, because he's carrying the uh the three hearts on him at the time, and the the three hearts just magically end up floating in the air and landing in their hands <laughs> after the explosion. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. I guess I. I didn't really. I didn't get any of it really. Um, Not like I said. If this is any indication of how the real show was, like it's just a <laughs> bad show. <laughs> uh. Well. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know why. Like they should have just given up and been like, you know, this is. This is terrible. How are we going to... That guy's name's Koger. They originally call him Captain Ige at one point early on. (laughs) Why do they do that? I mean, maybe it's very possible that, like, it's a different character, and we're later on in the story, and they, like... I wouldn't know. I mean, we... Yeah, I don't... Yeah, it's pretty pretty bad. How many... um, What are we going to rank? Like, how do you... What's a, what's a good system on this one, man? I don't, I don't know. know. Banana daiquiris. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Let's go with banana daiquiris. Uh, it was really short, and it was dumb enough that if you were with other people, you would be able to laugh at it. So just on that alone, I would give it a one. Yeah, I think because like I've seen like we've watched movies that are like that are even bigger chores to watch where they probably wouldn't be fun with like a group of friends. But this is one where if, I don't know, it's, it's short. And if you have friends over and you just want some dumb shit to laugh at and put on the background, like 
it can serve that purpose well. So I, I'll give it a one. Yeah, I'm in agreement. I think it's a one. Uh, it, it's really difficult. If you had to like watch it on your own, you would probably not want to. But if you had no. a group of friends, uh, it, would, it, it could be fun. So I'm with you. It's one banana daiquiri. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Stop monkeying around. <laughs> I mean, after you watching. To, you need to man up and face your death or I mean, after that. watching this, The Last Jedi is like the best movie ever made. Uh, you're still on that? Dude, I can't stop, man. Is, is Kylo Ren still like. Oh man, that 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 character. I don't know. I, I've I've always loved Kylo Ren, so I'm. I'm I know. He, I know. He's always been my my. Uh, my he's boy. he's gonna be. He's for me. He's like Shinji. He's. I freaking hate Shinji. I know that's the point. You're supposed to hate Shinji. I know Kylo is is, is supposed to be that that guy. Yeah, man. Man, he's got problems. Man, leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Well, I guess I guess that's all there is to say about this. Yeah, we can't. I can't Whatever we can't this is. Anymore. We've been rambling for a while. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Whatever it is you people do. Yeah, happy Star Wars. Because um, that's all that's important in life, anyway. Um, Star Wars? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um. You can tell it's late. We're we're out of it. <laughs> yeah, but I I mean, if you're really curious, you can watch sort of the space arc on YouTube. Uh, it's it's on a couple sites. Um, yeah, message from Space Galactic Wars is what you'll find it on YouTube under message yeah. from Space Galactic Wars. Um. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Peace.